it's time to strap in and pull those belts one more time as we dive into the True North Racing Podcast with your host, John Morrison. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the True North Racing Podcast brought to you by Jomo Media and Promotions. This week on the program, guys, it is Champions Week. We sat down with a bunch of different champions throughout the 2021 season, and we're going to talk to them in just a little bit. But before we do, guys, of course, we're going to have our own little chitty chat. Um, hopefully, everyone enjoyed their weekend and enjoyed your week. I, you know, it's been weird having, you know, having to record another episode so far. We got one more left. After this episode, guys, we are going to do one more. So get your questions in. We are going to be doing an all about the host episode. Um, head on over to anchor.fm backslash true north raising. Click the message button and s- submit your questions today. All questions will be answered next Sunday on the program. Um, we had a great weekend. Um, ed- ended up down at Flamborough Speedway on Saturday for the Enduro 250. And. Uh, that was so interesting. I haven't been doing enduro in about enduro in about oh six years. I think it was six years ago. Um, so it's been a yeah, it's about six years. Wow. Uh, down at down down at Delaware Speedway. Um, that was such a great event though. But Saturday the the you know watching all those cars fight around Flamborough Speedway. Um, saw some guys who uh, who I knew. Um. And some guys who've been on the podcast as well, you know, there there were some guys on the track that were racing that we've had on the show in uh, the past year, and um, it was definitely good watching them battle it out there. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of them <laughs> didn't make it. But hey, that's the part of enduro you got to last the two hundred and fifty laps down there. Um, so yeah, like I said, guys, we're gonna be working on one more episode here. Um, man, I hate to say it, but we're about to go into a Christmas break. We might have a little something for Christmas. I'm not too sure yet. Either that or we might do something with the ladies from uh, the driver's seat and see if uh, see if they want to do a Christmas episode. And if we do, it'll I'll join in on theirs and, and we'll do a True North driver's seat <laughs> episode. Um, is probably what we'll call it or something. We'll, we'll put it out on the True North Racing Podcast um, uh, platform here. Uh, as always, guys... We're getting ready for our 2022 season. 2021 is just wrapping up. Um, next week, I'm going to do a huge thank thank you to everyone. Um, so I, I wait, <laughs> wait till next week, and uh, we'll be having fun with that. Um, man, it sucks to say, but we're you know 2021's ended, and we're working on 2022. So if you uh, if you're interested in being a part of the Jomo Media Driver lineup for 2022. Uh, you guys can contact us at jomopromos at gmail.com. That's J-O-M-O-Promos at gmail.com. And let's help take your team to the next level. Um, you know, it's it's been a fun time. It's been a fun ride. Um, I can tell you guys that right now. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun with this. Um, thank you to everyone who listens to this podcast. Um, and to obviously the driver's seat as well. Um, without you guys, I probably wouldn't be continuing doing this. Um, I got to, you know, I... Next week, guys, is going to be a big thank you. So uh, I'm not going to get too much into it this week. Um, but, I, you know, I, I decided to do a Champions episode um, because, you know, I feel like sometimes our champions don't get the recognition that they deserve um, right away. So 
I, I reached out to a few guys. Um, some guys reached out to me and, you know, we, we were bringing them on and, you know, we're going to kick it off with, uh, uh, Kyle Steckley here in just a minute, who is your 2021 Flamborough Speedway, uh, pro late model champion, as well as rookie of the year. Um, incredible, incredible talent from, from that young gentleman. Um, you know, we, we got the likes of Lane Zardo coming on as well. So we got some, we got some big names guys. Um, I, I, I don't really have a whole lot to tell you. Um, you know, except for next week, guys, is our, is, it was going to be our last episode. Um, I'm, I'm getting a little emotional about it. Unfortunately, I don't know why. Um, but yeah, so if you guys got questions for me, um, head on over to anchor.fm backslash true north racing and submit your question hit the message icon submit your questions today and so that we can get them uploaded and i can get them answered on sunday um that's gonna do it for me for now guys and of course let's get into our champions week we're gonna get it started all off with kyle stackley all right guys so tonight on our night of champions or day of champions however you guys want to put this one our champions episode we're starting off with Kyle Steckley, your 2021 Flamborough Speedway Pro Heat Model Champion. Kyle, how are you, man? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Uh, congratulations on winning uh, the championship in uh, 2021 here. Um, you know, how'd your season go? Yeah, it went really good. You know, it was my first season in the pro late, obviously stepping up from the stock. So we weren't really sure how it was going to go. We just wanted to learn a lot at Flamborough Speedway, see how the season went and you know, it went really good. We we won a lot of races, learned a lot, definitely. There's a lot to those cars. So it was a fun year. We won a lot of races at Flamborough Speedway, not only on the regular season, but we won a Grisdale Triple Crown race. We came up one point short of winning that championship as well. We won a Flamborough Speedway APC Series race, so that was really cool. So, you know, it was a great season at Flamborough. We, we had a lot of success, and, you know, it wasn't really expected. We just came in to learn and get our feet wet in the pro late mall division. And we, we ended up having a really, really good year. Yeah, for sure, man. You, I, I haven't seen a dominating uh, uh, performance like that in quite a long time in the pro late. Um, You know, you, you guys obviously had a lot of help and uh, you guys, you guys put on a hell of a show. You know, I was at that APC race that you won and I looked at it and I was like, I look I, at the big, before even the day started, as soon as I saw you there, I'm like, that's a kid. You got to watch. I was dead ass, just like guaranteed by the end of the race, you're going to be up front. You're going to be leading. I just, I had a feeling. And then of course, you know, you had, uh, oh, who was it? It was uh, the nine, I think it was, or no, or was that? Yeah. The nine and the the oh, 21. Who, yeah. They were playing games and you were able just to sneak on by. And I was like, he gone, just start writing his <laughs> name on that check now, man. Like you had, I knew you had it right away. Um, but you know, you had a great hell of a season. You ended up the season at the, uh, Pinty's fall brawl, but obviously not in the Pinty's car, but you were racing in the uh, final race of the APC series. Um, you said you had, to, I remember hearing you had to twist your dad's arm to let you run the APC race at Flambro. Did you have to do anything like that for, for him to let you run that second race? Yeah. You know, because, because I did so well, I think that kind of surprised him. Well, it's me too, that at Flambro that we got the win. So I think that kind of led him, or made made him let me 
let me go to Delaware. And I always wanted to try another track and just with the Flambro schedule and the Pinty season, it just w- didn't really work out. So this was a weekend where it could work out and it didn't take much convincing luckily. And we went out and tested a couple of times and it was fun to go to a different track. And I really liked that track. For sure. You know, they're making a ton of upgrades uh, uh, this year on the off season already. And, you know, that's our, uh, that's a, that's a hell of a good sign. So, you know, it's next year is going to be even better. I can't wait to get back and actually check out the facility once again, because it's been oh, about five years since I've, uh, I've been to Delaware. Um, so obviously our season's, our season's done, you know, prolates are done. Everything's done for the year. Um, what are your plans for the off season? Yeah. You know, we're going to, we're going to keep working, try and make everything better. Just try and improve for next year. Obviously now it's not quite so busy and getting the cars to the track week in and week out, but we're going to work on getting sponsorship, getting funding for next season, see what we can do that way and get our get our schedule kind of planned out. And then obviously take the cars apart, rebuild them, tr- make sure everything's good, try and make some improvements here and there and learn a lot and come back strong next year. For sure, man. You know, it's uh, it's been a definitely a hell of a year for you. You got you. How many wins? How many wins in total did you accumulate this year? I'm pretty sure I got, I think I got six wins. I had 12 races. Hey, that, that is nothing to be a slouch about there. You know, you're, you're probably always there at the end too, weren't you? Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was definitely a really good season and we are competitive at every race. So definitely proud of the season we had. For sure, man. Uh, you know, uh, wow. There's, what are your plans for next season? Um, I think we're going to run the pro late model again, and we're just going to, we're probably going to run the APC series. I think we're just going to, we're trying to finalize some things. Uh, I'd love to make a Pinty start, but it just all depends on funding. Cause that's definitely really, really expensive, but we're just going to, I think we're going to run the APC series as the plan and hopefully we can go out and contend for a championship. You know, I, I, I there's no doubt in my mind, you'll be a front runner each and every week if you go out and contend for the APC series champion next year. Um, one of the cool things I'll, I'll have to admit is, uh, you know, seeing how proud your dad is of you, you know, how proud was he when you won the championship this year? Yeah, he was definitely really proud. Uh, he, I don't think he knew what to expect this year. I, I wanted to run the APC series this year, but he wasn't too keen on that. So, so we, we decided to run Flambro. I thought that's probably a good idea to just get my feet wet. And I think I, I surprised him and I surprised myself. And I think he was really proud of how the season went. And I just can't thank him enough for everything he does for me. He's taught me everything, you know, he's taught me the right way to work on my own car, you know, learn, learn how much it costs, learn how much work you have to put into this to be successful. And, you know, he's taught me everything and I'm so thankful for that. Absolutely, man. You know, now that the season's kind of, uh, died down how how has it really sunk in that you are the champion this year or is it still kind of on like being a rookie as well like it kind of kind of probably gives you a little bit of mixed feelings right yeah you know I don't know if it really has sunk in all the events like you know winning the championship was huge and you know that was great and I I honestly can't really believe it I didn't expect that I just I just wanted to come out and learn and hopefully contend and win a couple races here and there and just have a good season. But, you know, we, we ended up doing so much more than that. And we were there right at the front every week and we won, 
we won a race in the biggest one of the biggest series in Ontario and you know it's crazy to think about still you, it hasn't even really sunk in yet but it's crazy to think about all the stuff we did this year oh for sure man I can only imagine uh you know just before we let you go you're I know you're heading off over to the uh race time radio uh show here so we're gonna let you get going get you let yourself get uh, prepared for that uh, we want to thank you for jumping on with us for our day of champions episode champions episode um is there anyone you want to thank for getting you through the season yeah for sure i've got so many so many people to thank i've got to thank all my crew each and every one of them who gets me to the track week in and week out i've got to thank obviously my mom and my dad got to thank my sponsors, I've got so many sponsors. I've got Quickwick Firestarters, AW Millwright, Stewart's Equipment, Napa Auto Care, April Superflow, uh, Tightline Anchors. Who else I got? McCall Racing for everything they've done for me. Thompson Signs, they do awesome wraps and deckling on cars. I've got Lift Solutions, Fritz Alder Precast. I've got Triple B Spring, Remax, Jim Bowman. Schmidt Logging, Phoenix Electric. Um, who else? I got 22 Automotive. Just everyone for everyone that helps out on the team and all my supporters. I just can't thank them all enough. Awesome. Well, Kyle, we want to thank you again for jumping on with us this week. Uh, hopefully you enjoy your off season. Can, once again, congratulations on your championship here in 2021. And uh, I'll definitely be seeing you at the track hopefully next year. Awesome. Thank you very much. Have a good one, man. Thanks. All right, guys. So the next person coming into our little roundtable group chat, that was Kyle Steckley. We just heard Mark Merritt is going to get loaded up here in just one second. Mark Merritt is your 2021 Varney Motor Speedway Fun Stock Champion. There he is. Mark, how are you doing? Good now. Now that I got that. (laughs) That's good to hear, man. Uh, Congratulations on your championship this year. Um, you are the 2021, uh, sorry, full throttle motor speedway fun stock champion. Um, you know, how was your season? Oh, it was great. Um, it was a lot of clean racing. Um, Varney for our class, for some reason, I find you see other tracks and sometimes there's drama, but Varney is very, very clean racing. I think we're a close knit group. And uh, just based on that, I didn't have much to do actually to repair the car over the season. So uh, it was good that way. But uh, yeah, it was a successful season, obviously. You had uh, quite a few wins and um, it was just good, clean racing. It was fun. That's awesome to hear, man. You know, Varney is definitely a track that kind of uh, sits off the beaten path a little bit. And not a lot of people are, are um, brave enough to almost venture up there. And that's one hell of a track. You know, it's a, uh, very tight little bull ring. You're we're, we're realistically not even turning until turn four by the looks of it by some of you guys. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's definitely a fun little track. Uh, what are, you know, what going into the season, what were kind of your expectations? Uh, my goal was to get a, I wanted to finish top three in the points. That's where I was aiming. I wasn't aiming for a championship by any means. Um, it was just to be consistent and, and do well. And uh it was my third full season of racing. So um, we actually raced quite uh, almost uh, full time last year. Uh, even with COVID, we still got, I probably raced more last year than this year. Um, but it was just to, the, the, the goal was just to do that, just to be successful and just to be consistent. 
odds good, you know, that, and that's the, that's the key word, right. Is you got to be consistent and be to be there at the end of the championship. Right. Exactly. You know, as much as you got to be running up front, you definitely got to be, uh, you know, cruising in there at the back end. Um, you know, with, uh, with everything, despite the year, you know, how, uh, wow, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just got finished once. So I'm just kind of rattling through my own questions in my mind here. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's definitely been a lot of fun and, and I've, I haven't made up to Varney yet this year, so I feel bad. Uh, but what kind of, what cars, your, what car number do you run and what exact, what car actually, uh, I know it's a fun stock bone stock, uh, but also what kind of car make model do you run? Uh, it's a 2005 Cavalier. Um, I run number 62. Uh, it's got some family ties to that. My uh, great uncle, my grandfather and family members used to race uh, back in Pinecrest back in the day. So it's a, it's a family sort of thing. I think um, we're the third generation now of racing. So, but our family has been away from the track for about 30 years or something like that. So 62 has a strong family tie. Um, I used to race against my dad too. He just started last year. Uh, he runs number 64 and it's a 2003 Cavalier, uh, okay. but he races, he races as well. And he is, uh, he's going to kill me for this, but he's, uh, 66 years old. He just started last year at 65. Hey, you know what? There's nothing wrong with it. If you can still get behind the wheel or get behind the wheel of one and, and you're still able to, why not? Um, you know, we yeah. got a guy like that down at Flamborough and his name's Al Bowman and <laughs> guys in his 80 or yeah, 80 something I think now. Wow, nope. good for him. He, he raced up until just a few years ago. Um, so, you know, good on him. I'll, I'll... Obviously a wide range of, of ages and, and and skills and abilities. And that's what's great about the fun stock, bone stock class, right? It's just, it's it's there for everybody, right? And, and, Absolutely. and it's just amazing to see everybody come out the way they do. Yeah. Um, throughout the season, though, was there any highs that really got to you, like you were really proud of, obviously, besides winning the championship? Uh, I would say uh, a couple of nights stick out. The uh, the last one of the season was the Corey Eccles Memorial. Uh, I think it was 40 lap or 50. It was 50 lap or sorry. Uh, I, I actually won that. And um, earlier this season, so I I, I raced for a, a cause or a campaign. It's the uh, Let's Remember Adam campaign. So that just, it's for, it brings awareness to bus safety. And, and it's just a, a cause that's near and dear to my heart. And uh, I usually do a, a fundraiser race for that. And uh, and I donate my winnings. And then, like, other people sometimes match that. And okay. I think we ended up raising $1,000 for that cause just for one one race weekend. It was great to see all the racers, like, tons of racers donated. It was just amazing to see. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's that's the one thing you always want to see is you, you want to see those racers that are willing to help out too, right? And to support a good yeah. cause, that, that's the – you know, that, that's the biggest uh, win of all, eh? Yeah, exactly. It's just nice. And you know, it's like, I know it's it's been a tough year on everybody past couple of years with COVID, obviously. And then to see people still want to help out. It's just like the racing community is just, it, it's amazing, right? So it's, you always see that it's, uh, whether it's helping out another racer in the pits or or helping out with causes that are near and dear to people's heart. It's, it's great to see. Absolutely. Um, well, Mark, uh, you know, you know, when the night of the championship, that was probably what September 18th, I want to say. Yeah. Um, you know, when you cross that finish line and, and you got told you were the champion, what was the feeling you got that uh, when, when they told you that? It was actually, it was delayed. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't, I didn't find out the championship night. Um, I really didn't start to clue in until 
because what they did was they did a double points night on the, on the last night just to I guess spice things up a little bit and okay. uh so I didn't quite know until some of the guys I pitted with said like uh I think you ended up winning because uh Nathan Detweiler, who was a really good racer and who was leading the points, he had a tough night. Um, he got in a couple of wrecks. Just you know, it's just one of those racing things that happen, right? But uh, and he was he was well ahead in the points, and I thought I had no chance of catching him. And then I didn't find out until they officially announced the uh, the, the points. Uh, at, I think it was about a week after I found out. Oh wow! So, yeah, so it wasn't quite the stereotypical <laughs> cha- uh, championship uh, sort of night, but uh, I was happy with it nonetheless. Absolutely. You know, um, how long have you been racing in the division? Uh, just three years. So I started racing three years ago and just started in the same car. So nice. it's my third season, season racing so far. Okay. You know, and at the end of the, at the end of the year, you know, we're at the end of the year now, every, all the racing is officially done here in Ontario. Um, what are your plans for the off season before you get ready, start getting ready for 2022? I, I'm sort of, uh, it's up in the air with me right now. I don't, I don't really know what I'm going to do for next year. I, I have thoughts of uh, possibly trying to move up to the mini stock division. Um, I think my heart sort of lies in uh, street stock, though. I've always liked the street stock class, and it's something I'm, I'm thinking of trying that route as well. Uh, so I got some thinking to uh, to do here in the next little bit and sort of hammer out a plan for next year. Hey, you know what? We wish you all the best. Is there anyone you want to thank for uh, helping you get through the season this year? Oh, geez. <laughs> All the sponsors, obviously. Uh, I, I'm, I've been lucky for a bone stock to have the amount of sponsors I have. Uh, I have Aces Towing. I have uh, Base on Wheels. I have Clinton Urbanek Plumbing. I have uh, Bell Tech Development. And I also have the Fence Guy out of Orangeville. So they're, most of them are good friends <laughs> as well as sponsors. So they're, and they're, quite, uh, they're out quite often just to cheer on and, and just be along for the excitement and the fun. And they've been sponsoring me, most of them have been sponsoring me for three years. So it's just amazing to uh, to have them on board and just obviously thank my family and all the fans that come out. And uh, yeah, there's tons of guys who just help out around the track as well. And uh, and just, you know, guys that know those cars like Nick Clark and Tommy Robb who built the car, like those guys have been a Varney, uh, you know, name stays forever, right? So, and they're just good guys that help me out all the time. So I really appreciate that help as well. Oh, you know, it's, it's those kind of people are the ones you want it that are, um, that have helped you out are always the biggest ones. Right. Um, yeah. well, Mark, we want to thank you for jumping on with us this week. It was definitely a pleasure. Uh, you know, thank you for jumping on for our champions, uh, episode. It was, uh, you know, I threw it out there and, you know, we had a lot of, a lot of response for it, which is awesome. Yeah, that's um, great. You were one of the first guys I think to reach out to me about it. So thank you for doing that with me. Um, and one thing I always ask all our guests is if you would like to have a full episode next year, we will, we'd love to have you back. Sure. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be down for that for sure. All right, man. Well, we're going to let you enjoy your night, enjoy your off season for 2021. And hopefully I, we're, I'm making, I'm trying to figure out when all the, well, on all the schedules drop, I'm making up a whole, my own personal schedule of where <laughs> I'll be each weekend. Um, and I'm hoping Varney will be on that schedule next year. So hopefully I'll uh, stop by and say hi. Yeah, like I said earlier, it's a hidden gem. It's a great track. I suggest getting out there if you can. Either there's a fan or a driver, it's a it's a great place. Absolutely. Like I said, we're, we're thank you, man, for jumping on with us this week, and uh, you know, enjoy your uh, championship and uh, enjoy your off season. All right, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate having. Appreciate Have a good. Having- thank you. Have a good one. Thanks.
All right, guys. So the next person we're bringing on uh, is going to be Thomas Wunsch. I really hope that is correct. Um, we are obviously going to wait for them to jump into our chat here once uh, we get them to unmute themselves. Hello. Hi, how's it going? Not much, you? Oh, not too much, man. Congratulations on your uh, championship this year. Thank you. Uh, for everyone who doesn't know, because you are actually our second in a row full throttle motor speedway driver here, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Thomas Winch. I drive a Mazda 3, number 47, mini stock at full throttle motor speedway. Nice. Um, let everyone know how old you are. I am 11. You are very likely the youngest winner we have on our uh, our champion on our show this week. We got about 10 guys. All of them are in their 20s or 30s at least. Um, you know, so congratulations on probably being the youngest winner champion here um, we've had. So how was your season? It was pretty good. I was just trying my best. I went into the first race seeing how good I could do. And I was in just second for most of the season. And then until like the last two races. Nice. Uh, you know, where, what was your, did you have any highs or lows throughout the year you want to talk about? Well, highs, I would say the, the second last race, I won both in that weekend. Um, I start the first one started first, ended up first at the end and second race started 10th and I just worked my way all the way up to the front on like three laps to go. Nice. So, um, throughout the lows, season. Oh, sorry. Lows oh, would ahead. be, um, I don't know the th one rate second race of the third last night. I just was just driving. I was in the lead and I came out of turn two and I hit the gas pedal and it just had no power and it wouldn't go. Oh man. That's never a fun thing to have when you're coming out of a turn when you need to get on that loud pedal and uh, yeah. the loud paddle pedal ain't being loud. Um, you know, you're up at Varney. It's a, it's a small little bull ring up there. I was just saying that on uh, to our last, uh, our last guest there. Um, you know, did you get a good feel for the track over the season, though? Yes, I did. I'm, I was a lot faster at the end than the beginning. Yep. I also had, like, in 2020, I had, like, half of a year of practice with that car. Oh, wow. So, so you definitely uh, – you got, you got some uh, uh, time under your seat. You got some seat time in there before you actually uh, got into full competition, eh? Yeah, I had – I had my first car and then there was no competitors left in that class. So I just kind of, I just moved up with a different car and stuff halfway through the 2020 season. What class were you running prior? It's, it's like peer stocks, but with kids, they call it kid stock. Okay. And then I just moved up to mini stock. And has that transition been any different? Is it car... Uh, or has it been roughly uh, a good transition for you? It was pretty good. I was, I was 
pretty shocked on when I was first, when I first got in the seat. I, I felt like when I hit the gas pedal, and went to the moon compared to my first <laughs> car. For sure, man. That's definitely a great feeling, eh? Yeah. Um, you know, throughout the 2020, 2021 season here, um, has it really sunk in now that we're done? We're officially done, you know, all motorsports pretty much. Um, not motorsports in general, but definitely uh, uh, stock car racing here in Ontario. Um, now that it's sunk in, ha- has it, or maybe it hasn't yet, has it sunk in yet that you are the mini stock champion uh, up at Varney? No, not really. I'm not sh- not too sure how to make that happen, but <laughs> I was just, I don't know. I was just out there. I just tried my best. And yep. And you walked away happen. with a championship. Like, <laughs> you know, that, then that's probably the best thing about it is you, you still ended up walking away with a championship at the end of the year. Yep. You fought tooth and nail against some of the best mini stock drivers at the track. And, you know, you, you came away with a, with a showing all those guys pretty much like, Haha, you got beat by a kid, you know, it's, it, it's probably a good feeling. Yeah. They don't, they don't feel too happy about that. <laughs> well, that just means they got to put more work into it now for the off season to get themselves ready for next year. Um, one thing I'm going to ask you, and I want you to try your best to do it is I want you to tell us. What makes Varney special to you? Ooh, well, I just, my dad and I went up there most weekends in like 15, 2016, 15. And then my dad started racing in 2017. And then I just started racing. And then I, I wanted to try it for myself. So I started in 2019. And then I just started at Varney and I just got so comfortable with it. And it's just very special to me. And I've gone to other tracks and they're all right, but I, I do like Varney a lot. Varney is a really good track. Um, Definitely next year I'm uh, with doing what I do. I'm planning on getting up to that track, hopefully next year. And, uh, uh, catching some action up at the nice little bull ring up there. Um, hopefully one Saturday night when I have, when I'm free from, uh, from my other constraints. Um, and hopefully I'll uh, come over pit side and uh, stop by and say hi and see how you're doing. Um, yeah. you know, I, it's, it's always fun to see guys like yourself, you know, the, the next generation here, um, popping up in the sport. Um, but you know what, we're going to, we're just about to let you go here. Is there anyone you want to thank for getting you getting you to where you are today? Oh, well, my mom, my dad, and Dipple's Family Garage built that car for me. And then just my mom giving me all that confidence and my dad also working on that car. And, yeah. All right, man. Uh, is there anything else you want to say before we let you go? Well, I'm not really sure what to say about that. <laughs> All right, man. If you if you got something to say, we got we got a couple of seconds here to let you get let you say it, and uh, we'll let you go here. Yeah. Well, all I really have to say is just hope you're having a good day. Have a good day, and yeah.
Sounds good, man. Thank you for jumping on with this week with us this week. It was a pleasure chatting with you. Congratulations once again on your yep. championship here in 2021. You have yourself a good night. Thank you. You too. Bye now. All right, guys, we are going to be pulling in now. The one, the only, the mini stock burnout chair, the pure stock burnout champion, uh, Chris Lawrence. Once we get him unmuted here. Can How's it going there? Yes, I'm sir, on. I can. Right on. Is this Chris? It is. Perfect. Hey, Chris, how's it going, man? Not too bad. Yourself? Oh, not bad, man. You sound really good. Damn. Sounds like <laughs> you're on a professional mic or something over there. I borrowed the girlfriend's gaming setup. Oh, you got lucky on this one. <laughs> well, we want to bring, we wanted, we asked, we threw out a question and obviously you, you got tagged in it for being the 2021 Delaware Speedway bone stock champion. Yeah. You know, how was, was how's that, man? Uh, I was a, it was a great season. Uh, would have liked to, would have liked to get a couple checker flags there, but we had, uh, we had a lot of consistency. So we were able to pull off a, a repeat championship, which was huge for our team. Absolutely. And, you know, you guys have done, uh, you guys have a really great program down there. Not only do you raise, but you also have a car rental program. Yeah, we kind of threw that together uh, in the spring, kind of just putting it out there to see what was there with the hopes of trying to grab some of the, like the junior late model drivers, micro sprints, guys that are getting to the point where they need to move up to something. Um and I was fortunate enough to be able to move into Superstock. Um, my brother had the same opportunity, and now he's an APC champion. So, I yep. mean, there's a lot of young talent. Um, it's a shame if they can't find something to race. So uh, we put that together, and I think we ended up having 27 different drivers in, in one of my cars by the time the season was done. Wow, really, eh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, turned out to be a lot more than I thought it was going to be and really happy with everybody that came out and ran the cars and gave it a try. And hopefully we have a few new faces coming out to join the division next year. Absolutely. And you know, it's uh, it's, that's where one of the coolest things I think I've seen all year is, is obviously yourself having not only worrying about your cars, but also worrying about uh, um, a lot of other cars as well. Eh. Um, but, you know, running down at Delaware, it's, I've, I've sat down there for the Enduros and it's been a track I wanted to get back to since then um, to actually see what, you know, how you guys actually do very, do well on the track. Cause one of the things is you guys do put on a hell of a race each and every week. Yeah. We've been really lucky. Like it's, it's a, one of the bigger tracks. It's nice and fast. Um, they do a lot of good job, like with the, the car counts and stuff. I think we started 35 cars in a regular race a couple times. So, Oh, wow. It definitely made for some good racing. Absolutely. You know, it, I remember um, there was an off season. I can't remember which off season was now, um, but you guys, you, you told that you, you, uh, yeah, wow. Uh, let me find some words here. You guys threw out that uh, you guys were looking to create, get the biggest field of pure stocks ever. Um, I think it was you that put it out there. Um, that wanted to get the biggest pure stock, uh, field ever out there and you guys came away with a pretty good field there with like 35 cars i think it was 
Uh, something like that. I mean, a lot of guys had, a lot of teams have a couple cars floating around the area, so it's it's good. And then I think this year was the most traveling cars we had. I think we had a few cars from Flamborough, uh, a couple drivers. We tried to get a driver from Sunset, had a, a competitor from Varney come down and race one of my cars. Um, it, it's It's tough with the Friday deal to get guys to travel. Um, but I mean, having the cars there as an option for people to just bring their truck and grab it and go to the track is, is a lot easier. So we're hoping to get some more, cause there's a lot of good drivers at other tracks that, you know, it'd be nice to get them out on the big half mile. Absolutely. It would be, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's definitely one of those tracks that are really it's almost daunting when you show up. Cause I I've been through those back gates and you know, you come up the, uh, up in the turn two. And as you roll down the track, it, it opens up and you know, it, it's definitely a, a, if they're still competing for their own championships, even if they got a week off, it's, it's tough for them to come down on a Friday. Like you said, you know, it's, it's, you got to almost take a half day depending on where you live. Yeah. We're, we're lucky. We're right close to the track so we can just kind of get out of work and, try and have everything loaded up on a Thursday and then you just hook up and go to the track, but not everybody has that luxury. So it's nice to have that option to go out and just show up at the track and hop in a car and go racing. Absolutely. Um, so let's talk, let's obviously talk, let's talk briefly about your 2021 season here. Um, you guys had probably, you had one heck of a season for any race that I saw you guys were, seems like you were either chasing checker flags or you guys were right, right there. Um, you know, it was for, especially for yourself, it, it must've been awesome just running up front each and every week. Uh, yeah, for me, like it's, it's a lot about consistency. We never really had the fastest car all year. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot of fast cars out of Delaware and it makes for some good racing. And a lot of the time anybody can win. Um, we were just the most consistent. There was, you look at the guys that we're up there in points. Each one of them had one bad night or, or two bad nights that just kept them out of contention. So, I mean, I just got, I just got the luckiest. Uh, if everybody ran and didn't have that bad night, I, I don't think I would have got it this year. There was definitely a lot of really good cars out there and, and a lot of really good competitors, but the racing was racing was clean and hard and it, it was, it was a lot of fun. You know, that, and that's the whole point of the division, right? Is, is you take a car that's 1500 bucks or so, throw a cage in there and, and go race and go have some fun. Yeah. Well, that, that 1500 figure is, uh, <laughs> is a little bit outdated nowadays, but yeah, I mean, the focus, the focus for me and the cars that I put together is safety. I mean, I have unfortunately been upside down and had a car go up in flames. And I mean, to be able to keep racing after that is the most important thing. I mean, you can replace a car easy enough. So yeah, we'll get, we'll get the safety level brought up to, to that point. And, and I think the, the racing will just get better and better from here on out. You know, and that's, that's always the best thing. And, you know, the, we got to think, we got to get a bit, big shout out to Nicole Stewart who runs the Ontario beer stock and bone stock page for, uh, um, Cause I honestly, I'm going to be honest. Like I half the time I completely forgot, forget you guys have a bone stock program down there. 
if it wasn't for that page and you guys posting about it, I, I, it, it for me, it's just something that I don't see very often. And I need to, you know, like I said, it's one of those things I need to get down there to go see again. Cause it's, it's been so long and, and you guys, like I said, probably put on one of the better shows down there. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping, I mean, I I'm glad Phil, Phil and Nicole came on board. Uh, we actually put that car together for Nicole this year. Um, I wasn't planning on building anything this winter and Phil kind of talked me into it and they finished it off and, and Nicole did a great job this season on and off the track. So it's nice to have the people supporting the division the way they are um, just because it gives us, it gives us more exposure. Um, And I'm hoping next year we can start 50 cars on a regular night. We'll see if we can get back to those car counts, but we'll see what the new track surface draws. Hopefully, hopefully people can make the schedule work. And if not, I'm going to have a bunch of cars sitting there ready to go racing. And hopefully some people take me up on that. You know, and hopefully, hopefully people do. I, there's no doubt in my mind that people are going to, aren't going to uh, reach out to you. Um, you know what? Uh, we, you, t- you briefly talked to some about me in the, uh, in our messages prior to jumping on here tonight. Um, if you want to talk about it, about the uh, having a car next year that's focusing on uh, charities and people involved in racing, you want to talk a, bit, a little bit about that? Yeah. So when the bone stocks first started, they originally started as what was called chaos cars. And the guy that started that, John Houghton, um, he was really tech savvy. Uh, they did a basic like how to video on building the car and doing that. Um, so my goal this winter is I picked up a car. Uh, our plan is to basically build it, video it, take pictures, kind of do a step-by-step and, and get that out there on YouTube. Hopefully the tracks want to have it on their website, stuff like that. Um, give guys the option to just watch that, pick up some tips and tricks, anything like that. Um, that'll help them build their own cars. Uh, And then from that, it's, I'm going to put two seats in it. We're going to do a rental with it, kind of driver development, uh, take people out for ride-alongs and switch seats, have them drive while I'm sitting there in the passenger seat. And with that, it's going to be a big promotional deal. Um, There's a lot of people involved like yourself, uh, what Nicole does, short track musings, uh, lift the visor, race for trades. There's so many out there that are just not for profit. Uh, It'd be nice to have them represented on a car. So something like that. I've got some support to help me build the car. I've already bought pretty well everything I need to put together. So we're going to try and put the sponsors on the primary cars and then have this car available uh, to do promotional stuff and, and represent the people that help build the division and we can kind of move forward as a whole and make the whole thing better. You know what? That definitely sounds like something that's going to be, I'm sure will definitely be a huge um, uh, swing in making, you know, helping people get out there. You know, it's, it's what you guys got, what you got going on with that is definitely going to be second to none. And I, and I have no doubt in my mind, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. So, and, and it's just, it depends on who all wants to get involved with it. I'm not going to turn anybody away. 
So, I mean, if there are people watching this that do kind of want to get involved with that, feel free to reach out to me or my Facebook page. We got BT racing. Um, and we can go from there. Absolutely. Uh, I don't think I have much more, uh, to ask you right now, actually, yes, yes, I do. Has it sunk in that you are the 2021 bone stock champion down there back to back bone stock champions down at Delaware. The one thing I really like is having the year end banquet. Um, so 2019 we won and we had a great party. Uh, everybody from the racetrack, we all got together, had our banquet. 2020 completely wrote us off as far as the pandemic. Delaware didn't even open. Yep. Uh, so we traveled around. We did some Flamborough races and still got out on the track, which was great. Um, but for me, the banquet is a big thing. And just the pandemic restrictions still kind of being in effect, limited how many people we can have indoors and venues and stuff like that. So we didn't actually have a banquet this year. Uh, so we haven't really kind of capped off the season. Yeah. Uh, so it hasn't fully set in. It's great. I mean, this will be the first week I'm not turning wrenches on cars. We're finally done. Uh, unless they decide to do that January 1st snow enduro race. And then we might throw something together and go play in the snow and dirt, whatever it ends up being. You but, know, that that'll definitely be a fun. That, that's already looking to be like a fun event if they uh, if that one gets fully up and going here, you know. Yeah, I I've I've seen some of the stuff about ice racing and it's probably about four and a half hours from my house. So it's not really going to happen for me. Um, I haven't made it to play on dirt yet. I might try and talk to some people and get my, get myself out on the track next year with that. Uh, but if they do that enduro, why not go for both in the same race? Absolutely. You know, that, that'll definitely, uh, you know, it, yeah, that's that. I don't even know how to put words into that. It should definitely be a, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a fun time and might as well go for it. Right. Yeah. I, I hope it comes to be, I mean, I know it was just kind of idea they're throwing out there. So I hope they do end up following through with it. I know I'll be, I know my brother wants to take a car up there. I want to take a car and we got another guy that would probably come out racing with us. So we'd probably try and take out a couple just to go play and race around the track. Hey, why, why, why not? Eh? Yeah. Um, is there anyone you want to thank for getting you, uh, through the season? The, the sponsors I've had were great. Um, I've done enough shout outs for them. Uh, but my crew, uh, my better half, Sarah, Penny, she's been great. Um, my crew guys, Carl and Smurf and Steven for coming on board, Eric, uh, Maddie for being there. Uh, teammate out at Flamborough, Matt Langford. He, uh, he ran a great race for me. We ran for points up there too. Um, and everybody that was involved with this season, really just officials, fans, crew, other drivers. Um, can't really have a season like this with over 40 plus drivers at other tracks and all around the area. Just, it was, it was pretty much everybody that's involved with this division. I'd like to just say thanks for the 2021 season. All right, man. Well, we're not going to take you take up any much more of your time tonight. Uh, we want to thank you for jumping on with us this week. Um, I'm already making plans for next year for podcasts. If you would like to be a full, get a full-time episode, I'll be more than happy to have you on. Um, I always throw that invite to anyone who comes on. Um, 
but the invite is there if you would like to come on either earlier in the year or sometime throughout. Yeah, I'm I'm always up for it. Just touch base with me and we'll go from there. Sounds good. Well, go enjoy your night. Um, obviously, enjoy the offseason. And, uh, we'll see you in 2021. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye now. All right, guys. So that was Chris Lawrence, who was your 2021 bone stock champion down there at Delaware Speedway. Uh, we're going to take this moment here and have a quick word before we continue going on. We're going to have a quick word from our, one of our presenting sponsors, Jomo Media and Promotions. All right, everyone. I know that the 2021 race season has come to an unfortunate end, but that doesn't mean we are slowing down anytime soon. We are already preparing our driver lineup for 2022. We offer photo, video, and write-up opportunities throughout the season. If you and your team would like to be part of our 2022 Jumo Media driver lineup, contact us at jomopromos at gmail.com. That's J-O-M-O promos at gmail.com. You guys can also find us on Facebook, and Instagram, and Twitter at Jomo Media. Now let's get back to the True North Racing Podcast. All right, guys. So while he's loading into the room here, we are going to be bringing in the 2021 Grand Bend Speedway Pro Late Model Champion, and that was Jacob Ross. Once we get connected to Jacob here. Hi, Jacob. Can you hear me all right? Yes, sir, I can. How are you? Good. Yourself? Good. Uh, thank you for jumping on with us this week. Yeah, no problem. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Glad I said I'm glad to be here. That's awesome, man. Uh, congratulations on your championship up at uh, Grand Bend Speedway this year. Thank you so much. Worked hard. Got it done. Absolutely. You know, you went up there and uh, raced against uh, uh, some of the better cars up from that area. And, you know, you obviously walked away with the championship this year. Um, what, what was the feeling like? It was a really new experience coming straight from dirt, you know, a lot of things to learn, a lot of things to feel out, but in the end, it took a lot, took a lot of hard work and dedication, but I really found my groove out there towards the end. And I mean, I feel like that showed if you watch videos online and stuff like that, or come out and see, you'll see my progression throughout the year. Absolutely. That's something I'm going to have to, uh, uh, dial in over the off season here is watching, uh, some racing events from all over Ontario. Um, I kind of lacked in some areas, but uh, propelled in others because my 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 specialty is down to Flamborough, uh, being with the division that I work with. Um, but definitely, I got to check out uh, check out Grand Bend Speedway. Uh, yeah. What's it like running that track up there? It's a really weird shape. It's like it's like a lazy. Is, yeah, the front stretch is kind of like you never really stop turning, to be honest. Yep. And yep. you you you're you're pointing straight at the pit exit going in, so it's kind of like whoa going into the corner but once you get it planted in you can get off the back stretch you can get it pretty straight off there and gain some speed but you're pretty much never never straight absolutely and you know it's definitely one of those weird uh weird tracks to kind of remind me of like a it almost makes it like a smaller uh um charlotte track or a uh, texas or something like that uh yeah, just by the sheer shape because you're obviously always turning um you know, you came into the season, obviously, you, you like you said, you talked about progression. Um, we saw your pro- you, you saw progression over the year, and I'm going to be watching, obviously, on video um, mm-hmm. over the offseason here. Uh, what was that progress? Like, obviously, you jo- you made a whole lot of gains, um, but what was what was the feeling for you throughout the year as you got continued to get faster each week? I'd say figuring out how to get it to stick and where the edge is, you know, 
because coming from dirt, I just throw it in wild and hammer down, right? Absolutely. So this year, you've really got to be smooth and, and learn where, where are the edges, because once you go over, you're obviously wrecking or tearing something up, right? So finding that edge was really, really the best part for me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's definitely a lot different than dirt because you're like you said yourself, you're sliding everywhere, just throwing it in, holding it open. You're you know you're gonna end up sticking at some point. Yeah. Um, whereas asphalt, you gotta uh be more meticulous um yeah. with, with your with your moves. Um when did it when has it sunk in that you were the 2021 champion up there? Or has it even sunk in yet? Yeah, it really hasn't even sunk in yet. Like I mean, obviously talking to people and then saying it out loud, it really somewhat hits me sometimes. But other than that, it really, it really hasn't sunk in. It's a great feeling. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure once race season is really over and all this is quiet, I'll sit back and really, you know, reflect on the season and then it'll hit me. But as of right now, it's it's hit me, but it hasn't fully hit me yet. Absolutely. Um, over the uh, you know, what are your, what are what are some of your plans for the offseason? Uh, really just look, look at the season and talk to other people. You know, we're always looking for opportunities and rides, you know, we can bring, we can bring some of the cash on, you know, we're always looking to expand opportunities. I don't care where I end up as long as I'm famous, you know, <laughs> that's always the end goal, right? Yeah. Um, so why don't we quickly talk about that? What kind of, uh, what kind of opportunities are you looking hopefully to, uh, anything, get behind anything. the wheel of? Yeah. Anything. Don't care what it is. I'll drive it. No dirt pavement doesn't matter. I'll get in it and put on a show for the fans and hopefully learn something. For sure. Um, you know, do you, do you have obviously, like you said, we're kind of we kind of talked over the off season here, and we're kind of looking forward to the the next season because I'm I'm already planning my stuff for 2022 already. Yeah. Um, are you thinking of returning back to uh, um, back to Grand Bend? Are you looking to travel some with the car, or what's the what's the end goal here? For the next Again, season. really have no clue. We're just waiting for opportunities to arise. And we're, yeah. we're obviously still going to do the carding on dirt because that's my favorite thing ever. I love doing that and I'm really good at it. But like I said, we're just waiting for opportunities. We're open to anything. And whoever wants to jump on the Jacob Ross bandwagon, come on in. Absolutely. You know, I started following your page this year and uh, kind of started seeing how uh, um, how you how you were as a driver and, and how and what kind of opportunities you took. Um, was it was it you that took an opportunity up at uh, up in up north or, or just uh, just recently? Yeah, yeah, up in um, Thunder Bay. Yeah. yeah. What was that like? Uh, it was really cool. We went up for the weekend to uh, talk about karting. They're actually starting a karting track up there for the micro sprints. Going to nice. be going up there a few times throughout the season uh, in the summer and tutoring kids and talking to other people about the karting and all that stuff, but. No, it was really good. We talked to a lot of teams, helped a few people out out there and got a lot of commotion stirring about the carts and everything else. So hopefully we can get in a, a B-Mod up there a couple of times throughout the season and see what I can do in it. Absolutely. Hopefully that, you know, I hopefully that uh, that that kind of uh, pans out for you here. Yeah. Um, you know, talk, talk me through the season a little bit. Obviously, like we, we kind of briefly touched on it. Um, did you have any highs or any lows throughout the year that really uh, stuck out to you before? Um, obviously crossing that, uh, crossing that finish line at the end of the season. I would, I'd say the biggest high was towards the end of the year. I'd say the last race I had good tires and I could really go full out and see what I can do with that car. Cause throughout the year, we, we were on and off tires, good tires, bad tires, used tires. Right. It, it was it, honestly, it was a great feeling for me because now I know what it feels like. 
Yep. Like really at that at the last race of the season, I I really got it planted in there and just went full out. For sure, you know, and that's always the the end goal is is figuring out the car and figuring out what makes the tick and and getting to getting to that point, right? Yeah. Um, is there anyone you want to thank for getting you through the uh, 2021, 2021 season? Yeah, well, I obviously want to thank my father. Um, he's obviously been the biggest help here. Gordy, Tabitha, thank you guys. You guys have been amazing. Uh, Unitrans, Da Vinci Blends, uh, Mr. Transmission, obviously a huge one, obviously helping us out throughout the whole season. They're all great guys over there. Love them all. Um, yeah, that's all I can really think of as of right now. <laughs> all right, man. Well, we're not going to take up too much more of your uh, your Sunday night here. Thank you for jumping on with us this week. Uh, as, as always, I always throw out an uh, opportunity for you to come back on next year. Um, we are shutting yeah. down after next weekend. So if you would like to come back on uh, next season, you know, we can work something out and you know, we can have you on for uh, your own full episode. Yeah, I'd love that. Love to be here. This was great. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, thank you once again. Uh, uh, hope you enjoy your night and enjoy being the champion this off season. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Bye now. Have a good one. All right, guys. Once again, that was your 2021 pro lay model champion up at grand Bend speedway. All right, guys, our next guest on the show is Elaine Zardo, your 2021 quick, quick super stock series champion and velocity champion lane. How are you, man? Doing all right. How are you big guy? I'm doing good, man. Thank you for uh, jumping on with us this week. Yeah, no, I appreciate, uh, like I said before, I appreciate uh, what you're doing. Uh, interviewing us drivers makes us feel like uh, a little bit more professional than we actually are. You know, and that's, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. We want to know always about the little bits. Uh, almost, you guys seem like rock stars, little kids, and we want to bring out that human humanization in you guys um, as well. It, and obviously, make you guys still feel like rock stars, right? Um, but you were the, in our little in the five race series that Quickwick put on here, you ended up being the champion that crowned at down Delaware Speedway, man. How how'd that feel for you? Yeah, like I mean, I haven't won a championship for about 10 years. It was 10 years ago this year. I won a championship at Sunset Speedway and uh, you know, then uh, had some really good years, really tough years and whatnot. So uh to get back uh to get back to uh where you kind of feel like you're on top, obviously, like it uh you know, anytime you can show up at the racetrack and compete for a win is a dream come true. So to be an actual champion, you know, really kind of tips it off. But uh, it, was, it was kind of a wild year, man. Like uh, there was a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Trevor Colliver gave me a really good run for my money. He had uh, he got the first win at Delaware and uh, we blew up and, uh, you know, we figured, you know, just keep on pushing. We're not out of it. We're not out of it. You know, that uh, never quit attitude uh, through the season. Trevor actually had a few uh problems and uh, he had the same attitude that was uh, the never quit attitude i think he plowed his car into the wall uh at flambro and practice and still went out there and qualified p3 or something like that so you know like kudos to him for not having that never quit attitude and going into the last race he was about six points or five points ahead of me because of the home track points so once again it's just you know you, you got to do whatever you can do and racing's weird man because sometimes luck flies your way and sometimes uh Sometimes you're the bug, sometimes you're the windshield, and yeah, you, you just got to roll with it. You got to be a good loser and a good winner. Absolutely, you know it's uh, it's definitely one of those things that it's uh, you know, you you, you never know what's gonna happen. You could be on the ball each and every week, but guess what? So could that other guy, and one little slip up by either one of you is is where is where you guys 
it almost separates the boys from men in a sense. Yeah. And not only that, like, I'd like to think I've been around racing for a little bit now and uh, I like to think I'm maturing as a driver. And, you know, one thing that I've really worked on this year and I think it helped me through the season was uh, your patience and just uh, what, whatever cards are given to you at the beginning of the race, that's what you have to kind of work with and just, uh, you know, just be emotionally in control. Cause uh, if you have a hot head out there, you, you uh, act on a quick emotion, you know, you're, you're, you're going to regret it later on. So uh, that was a big thing I had to uh, work on the last few years. And I think uh, I'm very proud of myself for that, for my emotional control in the race car. And uh, I believe that's what kind of helped us out there. For sure, man. You know, and that's, uh, that's something we haven't actually really heard. Wow. Jesus Christ. That was very professional, man. Uh, Appreciate we, that. We, we don't get that very much on this show. I'm going to be honest with you with well, some of the guests we've had. Uh, and it's, it's true, man. And like, I've used it not only in racing, but like with other stuff, when you're at work and something goes wrong or having a conversation with somebody you don't want to have a conversation with and uh, they say something that might piss you off. You can't, you can't react on that first emotion because uh, you know, like if, if you're in a race car and you do that, you're going to be fixing your car in the shop every single week. And if you're, Absolutely. If, you're if you're at an interview or at your job, you're going to be kicking yourself in the butt for the next few days. So just, you know, try to remain calm and take a few deep breaths. And uh, luckily I've had good spotters. Uh, guys in my ear that have been able to keep me calm. Uh, Brandon McFerrin spotted for me for uh, Frost Best on last race. Very good. Chad Corcoran, my brother Billy Zardo, Steve Duncan. Like, they've all done an amazing job just trying to, you know, just keep me calm and keep me nice and cool. You know, and that's the best way to have it too, right, is, is, is that good person in your ear to keep you calm, especially through a 50-lap race. Because you got time. You got you got to wait a little bit before you really get going. And, you know, like you said, you, you can't be taking it jumping in and, you know, jumping on your first reaction. You got, you got to take the time and slow up to it. Um, you, you, I'm going to be honest, man. I, I have that same approach. I, I, if something goes, goes wrong at work, man, I'm, I'm sitting there like, oh, well, I guess this is what's going on today and just, and just roll with it, you know? And yeah, I immediately try to find the solution. Don't, uh, don't waste time being angry, man. Exactly. You know, we, we, I got a guy that I work with and he, he he's, like a friggin' firecracker each time something goes wrong. It's F bomb this cursing and swearing. And it's like, all right, let's figure this out. Oh, this is easy fix. And you know, it's, it's just one of those things, but, um, and it all starts with, especially with racing. It's all that, it's that person in your ear. That's, that's, that's talking to you. Right. Cause you're going to push that button. You're going to say something you're going to regret. And that guy up in the tower is going to be like, Hey, take a deep breath here. Slow up. You still got 20 laps to go or whatever, you know, keep your cool. You got this. Yeah, and it helps having another race car driver in the stand too, because uh, you know I don't need to know if somebody uh, I don't need to know if somebody's about right here on my inside for the next three laps. I need to know if somebody's behind that guy, and I need to know if I can do a crossover. I need to know if we're clear from behind, and so to have another race car driver that's spotting for you, it uh, it, it helps out a lot because as a race car driver, you know what you need to hear, and you know what you don't normally hear, and what you'd like to hear. So, so uh, like I said, kudos to them for uh, for for being my eyes on this guy. Absolutely. Um, throughout the season, man, was there any, uh, obviously you blew an engine. Uh, I think you said there, you blew up at Delaware, I think the first night, correct? For the quick yeah. series. Yeah. It was the first night in the quick book series, which is, like I said, we had to, we had to just keep our heads down and try to push through the rest of the season. But uh, yeah, a little bit of a heartbreaker, but uh, you know what? We rolled through and we carried our heads pretty high and we were fast the first time we were there. So that's what we went with. You know, and, that, and that's definitely a good thing. If, if you're fast there the first time you go, you know, you're almost going to have good success the next time you come because now you learned a few things. 
Um, you know, I, I saw you guys race down at uh, Flamborough because I was there with the uh, CVM with the CVM guys, and unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to watch about half the race because I was finishing up doing my video stuff I do with them. Um, but I, it seemed like you guys were having a good race though that night, eh? Yeah, if you're talking about the one halfway through the year, yeah, um, I believe not the APC race or the APC, uh, race. the APC race. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, like, yeah, no, we had a, we had a good run there too. Uh, we had a good run with Derek Charisma. Um, you know, nice, good, clean racing. Uh, unfortunately, didn't win that battle, but uh, we got second, good points day. Um, and uh, you know, I think it showed a lot of class because there wasn't a lot of there was a lot of opportunities where I was underneath them, and I could have kind of moved them and. And really try to push the envelope but uh it wouldn't have been in my favor come the next week after that so you know like there's a lot of times where and i was always told if you're gonna if you're gonna hit somebody make sure you can run away from them because if you're not that <laughs> much you're not that much faster than them they're gonna hit you right back and, and i've learned that through the years too racing with brandy ross and matt bentley and, and whatnot so uh but uh like through the whole year i think we made one chassis adjustment after it came out of brian mcdonald's shop so brian mcdonald has set up our car for our championship. He set up TJ Edwards uh, modified for his championship, Andrew Gressel's car. So like there's a lot of good stuff coming out of uh, Brian McDonald. Can't thank him and, and Saunders uh, for Saunders engine. Like they've done, they've put together such a unreal package for that car. It, it drives down straight away beautifully and it, it handles in the quarter corners better than uh, most of the field. Um, so I, actually that's really good. You know, you, it, you're showing up to the track with a good piece already. Um, is uh, so obviously we're jumping into the off season now. Is there much else you guys uh, got going on? Obviously, we got no more racing. Um, but do you guys have anything uh, starting to get planned up for 2022? Uh, there's some plans in the works. Uh, me and Kenny got to iron out a few details for him or me running the Superstock next year. He, uh, I drove his car because he had uh, two hip replacements, but uh, titanium, titanium hips they put in. Uh, inform and uh you're not allowed titanium in a race car it's illegal so so <laughs> but uh no so we're figuring something out where uh where he'll, he'll let me drive the car a few times i got my prolate model program i was just in the shop all day working on my prolate model so we're gonna see what we can do with that uh, might have another cool deal in the works uh, stay tuned for that in the next uh, month or two um and then uh we got that costa rica trip coming up in uh, january we won i won two free uh trip or a trip a free trip for two to Costa Rica. And uh, then there are a lot of other people want to join in. So I think we got like a group of like 16 of us that are going. So it's going to be a fun time in January. That's definitely going to be a fun week down in Costa Rica. Um, is there anyone you want to thank for getting you through the season so far? Yeah. Like, uh, well, I got to thank my grandfather, my grandpa, Bill. He's been, you know, the guy that kickstarted my racing career. He just got into, uh, into the Canadian Motorsports Hall of Fame. So pretty cool year for him. Uh, my brother and my dad always being by my side and whatnot. And then uh, with the championship year, I got to thank uh, Kenny Grubb, one, for letting me drive his race car, and two, for being so consistent and, and persistent working on the race car. Even when he's got crutches on, he'll, he'll throw the crutches right to the side and get right down there. I got to thank uh, Chuck Doerr, uh, Brad Weddow, and uh, Dylan Murray. Uh, they, they're the pit crew for that organization. They're why the car is so fast. And then obviously the sponsors, uh, Leslie Ford, Bester Forest Products, uh, Shelby Roofing, Badger Daylight, and... Um, normally I have the car right beside me to uh, look at all the sponsors. <laughs> so I don't forget them all, but uh, that car's got a lot of support and um, uh, I, I can't thank everybody enough for, for what they've done for me this year. 
That's awesome, Lane. Uh, well, we want to thank you for jumping on with us this week, obviously. Um, I knew you were busy and, and when I sent out that invite, but I, hey, we still stayed on. We rocked it. We rocked this out tonight. So once again, man, thank you for uh, joining with us this, uh, for joining us tonight. Wow. I'm getting tired. It's been a long it's day. Sunday night, man. Oh, dude, I don't want to go to work tomorrow, but I know I'm going to have to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So obviously we just said, is there anyone else you want to thank? Uh, we want to thank you for jumping on. Um, as always, guys, I, as always, I throw out an invite to you if you want to like to come back on the show for a full episode. Um, of course, it's Champions Night, so of course we, we're running through a bunch of guys tonight. Um, but if you want to come on for a full episode next year, we'd more we we'd be more than happy to have you on. Yeah, man, we'll we'll talk about it, and uh, you know, it, I, it's a it's a good opportunity to be on your show. Like I said, I can't uh, thank you enough for what you do for the sport, and I really do dig that uh, Dale Earnhardt photo in the background. Oh, dude, I got a bunch of those laying around my house. I got a truck up there. I got a little pop it. I got <laughs> I got to hit up some guy down in Etobicoke to see if I can pick up any senior stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, anyways, man, go enjoy your Sunday night. Congratulations on your 2021 championship. Enjoy that week in Costa Rica. Cheers, man. Thank you for having me. Have a good one. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, that was Lane Zardo, your 2021 Quick Wick Super Stock Series champion. And now we are going to be bringing in Eric York, your 2021 Velocity and Autumn Colors winner once he gets connected here. And we got the audio. How's it going? How's it going? Good. Good. You? Yeah, man. Uh, Eric, right? Yes. All right, I was got to make sure before I, uh, before, <laughs> before I actually start recording some, some of the stuff. Um, congratulations on winning your uh, – almost i guess championships i guess um you you won velocity and autumn colors this year correct yes yes had a good year absolutely man you know you definitely a great playoff um uh when you when you look at it that way how was your season Uh, i didn't run a a ton of races this year uh running part schedule uh still got a baby at home so money's kind of tight to run a full season so i ran when i could and uh focused on the playoffs and uh, not sure on my plans for next year, but I'm I'm actually trying to get a go plan to run full season on dirt next year. Oh wow, whereabouts? Um, I'm gonna try to run Ashwigan, Ashwigan Speedway. I got uh, Kyle Wirtz old car. Uh, they were obviously closed this year and last year due to COVID, so kind of waiting on them to open. And I'll run back and forth between the dirt car and the asphalt car and try to, you know, master both disciplines. Hey, you know what? That's going to be a hell of a fun time. That's for sure. Um, so let's talk about the season a little bit. You obviously, like you said, you ran a part-time schedule. When did, uh, when did your season officially start then? I, I think I started in August, uh, okay. running, I ran a few nights at sunset speedway and, uh, it was one of those things where I, I'd, I'd win or I showed up and I won and I was like, okay, I'll take a couple weeks off and then show up again. And, and, see what I can do and just kind of get the car ready for playoffs and, you know, and then velocity rolled around and uh, you went out there and, and, and you ended up winning the winning the race after obviously some heavy hitters um, following in your trails there. Right. Yeah. That was a really hard race. There was uh, a lot of close racing. We were bumping and banging. Uh, there was a multiple cars got squirrely off the corner. Uh, there there's probably a few more bigger wrecks had we not had some really good drivers and I had to save it one time I got punty going in the corner and it was just 
it was tooth and nail fighting every lap to get that one. That was a that was a tough race to win. Absolutely, and of course, you coming across the coming across that check or coming crossing. Wow, crossing that finish line in first place and seeing that checker flag wave was probably definitely a good feeling, eh? Yeah, that's the first velocity I've won. Uh, I won a spring velocity, but the fall velocity I've never been able to get it. So they get the first one, it's like monkey off the back and mixed emotions, and you know you're you're all adrenaline's pumping. You had a tough battle with everybody, and definitely good to come up with the win. Absolutely, you know, and and that was a I think that was a ended up being a wild finish too, no. Uh, there was some crazy restarts. I know that, like, uh, you know, Josh Bullen, he's got, a, you know, that powerhouse Mustang just pushing everybody on the start and everybody's bottling up. And it's like whoever's in front of him, he's going to shove them down the straightaway. And it was it was nuts. Yeah, it's definitely one to remember. Absolutely. Um, and then obviously, I think I saw something that you ended up going to Flamborough um, for their Frostoberfest, but that didn't end up too well, did it? No, it's it's taken me a while to get back to Flamborough. I just I'm, I've never been comfortable getting around there, so I figured I'd go give it a shot. You know, I did really well at Velocity, so I I showed up and we had an accident in practice with another racer. Uh, end up almost writing the car off. It was it was bad. I come off the track and I thought the car was done. Yeah, and my my crew just wouldn't quit. The uh, my father-in-law took off. I was so you know, angry. I thought, you know, the year's over, the car's done. He went out, he went home. His, his house is just down the street. He went and got chain. He went and got pipes. They come back. They're yanking my car across the, the friggin' pit lane. Everybody's watching. Oh, Jesus. They're just yanking on the frame, trying to get it straight. We're pulling on the bars. The strut wouldn't even turn. The strut tower was collapsed. Pulling on the bars in different directions just to get the car to turn. And then actually, because it hit the right front corner and only it crushed the frame rails, it didn't actually screw up any alignment. So we didn't even have to adjust the toe. So once we got the frame rail straight, the rad was all twisted. We only had one mount on the rad. All the body was off the car. I went out and I didn't even know what the car was going to do. I ended up qualifying the fastest lap, but we didn't even have time to think about weight. So I ended up getting black flag or DQ'd over the, the qualifying. So I started last in the Frostoberfest with a wreck car, and it was like a paperweight going through. There was no aerodynamics. I mean, I know we're in mini stocks, but I could feel the difference. It was, it was like a brick going through the air. Yeah. And uh, so the car wasn't as fast as it could have been. I managed to go from the back up to, I guess I got credited with fifth. So considering I thought the car was done at the beginning of the night, it turned out pretty good and you know mike schmidt and london recreational flamero they put on a good show and so it was definitely one to remember absolutely it was you know i unfortunately i wasn't there that i i was there yesterday and i was there september 25th for their final night but i was not there for any of the frost Overfest, unfortunately um but it definitely sounded like uh there's a lot of action going on um in in all divisions that were running both days so uh the fact that you came away and, and, you know, you still came away with a fifth place finish. You got to be pretty darn proud of yourself for that. Yeah. I'm more, I'm more proud of my team that yeah. they wouldn't let me quit. They just, they didn't, they didn't want to hear, no, no, the car's done. No, no, we're backing up. They just, there was no quitting them. And 
I was actually very surprised at how many racers and people that I knew and people that I didn't know came over and checked on me, asked how the car was, asked if there's anything they can do. Is there anything they can lend? Like the, the racer community is, you know, every, there's so many good people out there and it was, it was actually really refreshing to see so many people care and they want to see everybody race. They want to see everybody out there and they want to, you know, you're going out there you want everybody to race and prove who the best is. You don't want people going home on the trailer, you know, and, Oh, I didn't get to race him this or that. So it was definitely, that was, that was my biggest, uh, I was proud of my, my crew, proud of the team, proud of everybody who came and helped. And then, yeah, I was proud to actually still drive a car that was bent like a banana. And then, of course, you guys had a quick turnaround from Frostoberfest day one to get it ready for autumn colors. And, you know, what kind of work did you guys put into that? It was insane. We we left Frostoberfest. So my father-in-law's shop, thank God, is just down the street. We went home, unloaded the car, and we were pulling it apart that night. We had the, the complete front end apart. We had the engine out. Everything, the whole car was stripped for Sunday. And then we drove it down to London to uh, Dave Silverthorne, BDS Enterprises. And we spent all day Sunday pulling it straight on the frame jig and just trying to get everything back to where it was. And then it was basically go to work 12-hour days and come home and work into the shop until I couldn't work anymore stop at you know wendy's or something fast food joint on the way home and go to bed and i did that every day oh, until the man. car and i the car didn't the car wasn't running until like 10 11 o'clock wednesday night and then i hadn't even loaded or got anything ready for autumn colors thursday night it was just trying to pack everything get tires ready like it was insane the amount of work that i had i had to do the crew my my father-in-law we were working some crazy nights just to get even get there it was almost like we almost didn't make it for sure, man. You know, that's, that's definitely not one way you wanted to, uh, uh, you wouldn't want to end your season that way. Cause then we would only be sitting with a one-time winner for the playoffs, not a two-time winner. Um, and obviously, you know, you show up at autumn colors and autumn colors is, looks like a fun event and I've yet to go. And I'm so upset with myself. Um, I haven't gone in, in, in the number of years I've been available to race teams, um, or been on race teams that have, uh, that have gone, um, it, you know, a great three-day event over Thanksgiving weekend. You know, what what better way to be giving thanks than to being, you know, giving thanks to and, and being around your friends and family that are uh, uh, that are your racing family. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I've only I've only run the Autumn Colors three times now. I wish I've run it more. I'm gonna try to probably run it more because it is it is a great event, and I actually really like Peter Rose Speedway. Like it's a, it's a really fun track that I enjoy racing at and it's, it's a tricky track, but it's a lot of fun to race. And, uh, I definitely enjoy every time that I go there. You know, and that's definitely going to be, like I said, that's going to be a bucket list item for me. to hopefully get to an autumn colors event over the next few years. Um, you know, like you said, you ran a part-time season, but you came away with wins and two, uh, championships for the, for the playoffs. And, you know, now you're going into the off season. What are your plans for the off season? Uh, Obviously yeah, we, we, we briefly talked about it um, a little bit more, but if you want to explain a little bit more. Yeah. So like my car is still a little bit messed up. So we'll probably do some work on mine. And then uh, the wife's car, she, she ended up getting in a wreck in that Flamborough Speedway too at the Frost Fest. So we might have to clip the front of her car. 
And then I'm going to try to get some work done on the dirt car to uh, make it to Oshawa. So we got, we got three cars that we're going to do some work to over the winter. And uh, I'm probably going to try to run a full season on dirt. And then I'll probably do another part season on asphalt and try to run as many invitationals, specials, playoffs. I actually had a lot of fun. I ran the, the Sobel Speedway uh, summer showdown or mm-hmm. their year end. And uh, I'm, I'm actually hoping they do a little bit of work on the, their, their timing and everything there. And uh, that was actually a really fun event. So, you know, I'll play back and forth. I like traveling to different tracks and trying different stuff and, you know, just do what I can to travel around and have as much fun as possible. You know, and that's the goal of racing is to go out there and have fun, right? Yep. Uh, is there anyone you want to thank for getting you through the season? Uh, yeah, I got to thank uh, the crew, my wife, got to thank my father-in-law, uh, Mike at Part-Timer Signs. He does a ton of work for me. He paints the cars, he letters them, he helps me fix them, does all the body work. Uh, I got to th- thank my work, Skytech Rentals, uh, Scott at Can Alignment Motorsports for always getting the cars set up, and uh, thank BDS uh, Enterprises for helping me uh, straighten the car when I bend it up. And, uh, yeah, thanks to all the speedways and all the fans and everybody and all the other racers and competitors who help each other out when you're, when you're in need, it's, it's really good to see. For sure, man. Uh, well, we're going to let you get going here enjoy the rest of your Sunday night. Uh, but before we do that, of course, as always, I always start an invite. Um, if you would like to come on as a guest for next time and have a full episode, you're more than welcome to all you guys just say, Hey, I want to come back on. So if you would like to come on, let me know. I'll be more than happy to schedule in for next season. Okay. Thanks, John. Enjoy your night. Enjoy your uh, two uh, velocity, your velocity win and your autumn colors win and enjoy your off season. Thank you. All right. Have a good weekend. Bye now. Bye. All right, guys. That was Eric York. He was your 2021 autumn colors winner and your 2021 velocity fall velocity winner. All right, guys, that was everyone we had sat down with, and I can't thank each and every one of them enough for joining me on their Sunday nights when they didn't have to. They didn't have to come on, but they did, and I can't thank them enough for jumping on with me this week um, for our Champions episode here on the True North Racing Podcast brought to you by Jomo Media Promotions. Pretty much, guys, that's going to do it for me tonight. This has been a lengthy episode, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed Every single uh, driver we had on. Congratulations once again to Kyle Steckley, Mark Merritt, Thomas Wunsch. Uh, we also had Chris Lawrence. Then we had Jacob Ross, Lane Zardo, and of course, rounding out our seventh driver, Eric York. We got to thank each and every one of them once again for tr- putting on a tremendous season um, at their respective tracks here in 2021. And hopefully, we see them back again at different tracks, hopefully in 2022. Other than that, guys, that is going to do it for me this week. Remember to keep heading over to our links in our bios and buy up some Jomo Media and True North Racing Podcast apparel. Um, like I said, guys, next week, next week we have an All About Me episode, and we're going to quickly go over. Um, well, we're not going to quickly. We're going to hopefully drag it out a little bit. Um, how I got involved in the motorsports, how I ended up where I am today, um, plus so much more. And, of course, guys, your fan questions are much appreciate it so if you head on over to anchor.fm backslash true north racing hit the click uh send a message icon and you guys can 
drop a voice message, and we will be more than happy to answer next week on the True North Racing Podcast. Once again, guys, my name is John Morrison, and you guys are listening to the True North Racing Podcast brought to you by Jomo Media Promotions. We will see you guys for our last episode next week. Have a good week, guys.